Welcome back to White Fox After Hours. Welcome. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Cody. And we are your hosts of the official White Fox podcast. And we're back in our studio in Sydney. I'm so happy to be here. We are happy to be here. It's been a while since we've like recorded in our studio. I know and I love it here. I do love recording in LA. It's always a fun experience but I love our little pink studio. She's so cute. We're back with the comfy lounge with the aesthetics. Yeah. And we're happy to be here. How have you been since we've last been on the mic? Um, I've been good. It's been a little crazy because we had our huge Black Friday 2.0 sale. So we've just been helping the dispatch team get all the orders out. So that's kind of been our weeks for the last few weeks. But other than that, it's just been, and I know we've spoken about it so much and I know you're the same as me, but (laughs) Euro prep. My whole life has revolved around it. Cody's leaving a lot sooner than me, but it's all I'm seeing everywhere as well. Like it's my whole TikTok, so it's all I can think Mm. about. So everyone's there, and every time I see like a girl that looks really cool, I'm like, oh yeah, I need that, I need that. And now my outfits are just—I've got so many packages coming. It's getting crazy, and I feel like frantic because this is the last few days I have to order things to make sure they come in time. So I'm like, have I got everything? I don't know. I know that (laughs) is stress. I've got like a month and a bit so yeah. I'm kind of starting early and that's smart I'm kind of being avoidant though like I have everything saved and I haven't bought anything yet I'm like bye now because yeah, I started like a few weeks ago I literally leave this week and yeah I'm just manifesting yeah. it's all coming on time it's all gonna work out we're lucky lucky girls lucky lucky girls good things are always coming <laughs> so Cody's going to be in Ibiza on Monday. Yeah. So I think we've got one more episode with my voice and then you'll be not hearing from me for a few weeks. I know. It's going to be weird, but we've got Laura on to yeah. co-host while Cody's away. So we'll still be yeah. bringing episodes to you every week. Thank you, Laura. You all loved Laura. So she's going to fill in for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be back with some European summer stories. Yes. And then we can't Scarlett will be off. So who knows what we're going to do there, but we're both busy, busy girls. Another thing that I've been seeing everywhere is Alex L and Braxton, yeah. all of their soft launches and people like seeing them in the public. I know. And posting them. I know. She can't get away with anything I these know. days. Everyone's like sneakily filming them, but they always look so cute. And, like they're having so much fun. She's definitely soft launched now though. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that she's like replied to a few comments and been like, we're not even dating, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, it would be so hard to be in her position and like try and live a normal life. And like, because a lot of the time before you have someone as your boyfriend like it is just kind of like muddy territory where you don't really know but like everything she does now is in the public eye yeah that's true like you have to kind of answer to people and it's like they don't might not even know what they Mm. are yet and she was like yeah like I don't know I just love sharing everything with you guys I'm like go off because her life is so online as well like you are going to share those things if you're hanging out with someone more regularly like Mm. they're going to be in your content so I guess maybe it's it's not a soft launch then (laughs) I don't know, it feels pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I think that, like, yeah, because it's been all over my TikTok. I know. That video of them on the bed with the, like, cuddling, I was like, no, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> I don't know what we are, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just in love, but I don't really know. <laughs> We're just friends. <laughs> Another thing I've been seeing is Barbie everywhere, Margot Robbie doing her, like, press yes. tour. And I love her so much. Me too. She's so iconic. And this movie just, I feel like my inner child is happy. <laughs> I know. I'm excited to see it. When does yeah. it launch? I think in a few weeks. I think it's while I'm away. Mm. So, yeah, I'm excited. I saw the, like 
activation at Bondi. Yeah, I walked past when they were setting up yeah. the um, icebergs. They had like the full Barbie in the pool, like so branded. cute Barbie dream house. Yeah, I've been seeing it everywhere <laughs> on buses. Yep, everywhere, literally everywhere. Just taking over Barbie. Barbie's back. Barbie's back. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I've just been in my Euro summer hole. <laughs> yeah. Like we said, we've been seeing it everywhere, but it is flooding the feeds. Yeah. Euro summer. Well, should we get into the episode? We recorded this one in LA and we talk all about your dating stories. I know. So we only listened to this back on the first time a few days ago. And <laughs> I think because we were so, I don't know what was we happening like in LA. Overtired. It was We'd had what, a few right Celsius. at the end, end of the trip. <laughs> like drank a truth serum before i know cody so. messaged me he's like i think we've had a truth serum and i was listening like it was the first time i was listening like i don't remember saying these stories and i'm like oh did i want to expose that but we were just trying we're, to help you with our dating advice we were answering questions from a question box and we had to relate yeah we had to bring really our experiences in all. We did. it's like we're on one of those have you seen those like lie detectors <laughs> with how much we exposed of ourselves but you know what it's an it interesting makes it more one. relatable and I feel like everyone goes through the same situations yeah. that we're talking about and it's good to normalize it because exactly. everyone goes through these things dating and I feel like we always try to be as real with you as possible yes so keep on listening if you want to hear all <laughs> of our deepest darkest secrets and maybe get a little bit of advice in there hopefully it's good yeah I feel like we had some good advice we when did. I was listening back I was like yeah that's I should listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> should take that one in. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the episode. So we put out a question box on socials, just asking for all your dating questions, anything to do with the realm of dating. And we're going to give you our advice. We can't say that we're trained <laughs> professionals. And we also don't take our own advice some no. of the time. But <laughs> I feel like we have good advice. Like, yeah, I for feel each like, other. We yeah, have great advice. Yeah, for each other. And I feel like whenever anyone comes, like I feel like a lot of people come to me their advice as well yeah we've got some good questions come through i feel like it's going to be a good episode yeah we do there's definitely some topics that we talk about often between each other and that are just in the general like dating sphere at the Mm. moment so i'm excited to get into it i feel like we'll be we'll be good we've got some experiences and like advice up our sleeve we just don't take it and we literally talk about this all the time like (laughs) this is like one of our main topics of conversation so yeah i love talking about this stuff no me too (laughs) get into it let's get into it what's the first one so our first question that came through was i've been seeing this guy for a few months now and i'm very unsure of where it's going he's very hot and cold and sometimes he gives boyfriend energy but then can be off the comms for a week leaving me feeling confused then we'll message saying he misses me what should i do help Ooh. <laughs> i feel like we have this term that we talk about and it's called breadcrumbing and i feel like this is like this situation is definitely getting breadcrumbs. Yeah. It's like some guys, they just want you to be there and like this sounds harsh, but like have you there as an option, but they're just giving you these little bits. Like if you've been hanging out for months and he's still, I don't know, being on and off, being hot and cold and distant. Yeah. And then giving you those little like breadcrumbs to just keep you there. It's like he wants you there when it's convenient for him. And as soon as it's not, he's not thinking about you at all. 
And that's like, oh, like you just deserve better than that. I know. And it's so hard to see when you're in this situation. Like I know I've been in this situation before when you just like hang on to anything. Yeah. Like yeah. something you're like, will happen. Oh, but he messaged me, <laughs> but he replied to my story. So he must be interested. Yeah. But then when you see it, when your friend's talking about it, you're like, like <laughs> you do deserve a lot better. I than know. This. And I think guys are good at like masking it as well because they do talk a lot. And it's like the things they say. If they don't match their actions, then you know you're well, being breadcrumbs. I feel like some people, like, it makes you want to believe it. Like, when you hear them say these things, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, like, but he said this, so he must be into me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But, it, yeah, it's so hard to see when you're in this situation because you want to believe everything that they're saying. But I feel like you just have to show what their actions are being like. And if he's yeah. being distant and only like messaging you sometimes saying that he misses you. Literally, you have to take it at face value and look at it as if you were giving your friend advice on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you tell your friend to do if they came to you with this? And when you're not in the situation, it's so much easier to be clear. But yeah, you can't take that. Like, it's, yeah. n- it's not good enough. You need to take a step back and like match their energy. I feel like, especially this seems like this girl like is obviously into him if she's writing in yeah and like trying to hang on to like any little piece of hope that you yeah. might be getting yeah but I feel like you do need to set your standards like if you're not setting your standards and being like I'm not okay with you mm. treating me like this like you're not setting yourself up for the next person to treat you better yeah exactly and you've got to set your standards in the beginning as well I feel like that's when you establish like how you want to be treated and if you kind of let them walk all over you in the beginning that's how they would mm-hmm. think and like I think if you're worried that they're going to walk away from you setting that standard, then they're not worth it. A hundred percent. Like if they are going to walk away, like, yeah, Good. like that's probably <laughs> the first thing that you should do. Like I know we were talking about like cut him kind of vibes, but <laughs> I think the first thing that you should do realistically is probably like have a conversation and just see like what's happening. Like where is this going? Like we were mm. um, like hanging out all the time and now you're feeling a bit distant. Yeah. Like I feel like the first thing is just have that conversation and see where he stands. Cause he might like pull his act together and be like, Oh, like, yeah, I actually I know. do like see things going further. Yeah. But I think you just need to, yeah, first of all, just like communicate and have that conversation and see like what happens after that, like what actions follow. I agree. And this is a bit of a tangent, but like I struggle to have that conversation. Oh, it's so like, ugh, I don't know. It's, after a few months though. After a few months, yeah, like I'd want to be having the conversation. But how do you think is the best way to bring that up it's like the what are we I don't know could you just be like I feel like things were going really well and we were you know hanging out all the time Mm -hmm. like I don't want to waste my time if you're you're seeming a bit distant yeah like can I just ask you like what's going on like how are you feeling about things like just turn it back on them yeah how are you feeling about everything instead of saying what are we that was great Like, I'm writing this down. I'm taking notes. Thanking that in my notes, yeah. I mean, I haven't really had that situation for a while, but I remember the last time I was like, oh, nervy. But also, I think it's because that's the way that the person makes you feel. Like, if you're like, oh, I'm scared to, like, ask them. You shouldn't feel them. like that, should you? Like, no. it shouldn't be like that. No. I feel like if it's, like, I know it's, like, such a term. It's, like, if, wanted, if they wanted to, they would. But... It's true. Yeah. And I think in these kind of situations, especially when they're like breadcrumbing you, is when you feel so anxious because they're giving you just enough that you're like, like it's like a dopamine Mm. hit. But yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, obviously, I'm not from a boy's perspective, but I feel like it is like that. Like, as soon as you you pull back a little bit, Mm. it's like they'll just give you a little bit. Like, that's what the breadcrumbs is. Yeah. Like a little bit. I know. And it makes you want it more. Yeah. And then you're just eating crumbs. (laughs) We don't want that. We want the full loaf. (laughs) 
so to recap on that one, uh, yeah, our answer would be you should, yeah, just communicate because they don't know unless you have communicated, like, how you want to be treated. So, yeah, set the standards. Mm-hmm. And um, if nothing's, like, changing after that, then it is time to... Cut them off. Yeah. And just, like, because that's, yeah, setting your standards for the next person. And if you're, like, having your value higher to be treated better mm. for the next person, then that's kind of the best way to do it, I think. Yeah. Don't lower your standards for anyone. Don't be staying around for those breadcrumbs. Don't be doing that. It's not worth it. And it makes you end up feeling like so bad about yourself as well. Mm, It's anxiety. We don't need any more of that. No. (laughs) (laughs) So question number two. There is a guy in my friendship group that we've been super close friends with, but I've started to catch the feels and I'm not sure what I should do. How can I see if he feels the same without changing our friendship? I feel like a lot of really amazing relationships come out of friendships. So you could be be onto something. I know, but it is like... It's scary. Yeah, whenever anyone says that they started off being really good friends, I'm like, okay, but what was the transition? Because (laughs) I'm curious. Like, it doesn't just go that way. Like, I feel like there's always either been an underlying kind of thing from the beginning or, like, something, like, really crazy happened. Yeah. This is hard. I think you've got to approach it carefully because not only could you jeopardize your friendship with him but also the dynamic of the group so I think I don't know what did she say how can I see okay so she wants to assess the vibe I don't know if you can know that it won't change anything yeah you got to take the risk I think but is there things she can do to assess the vibe before just like coming out (laughs) there (laughs) what would you do (laughs) um okay this is what i would do okay i would select a trusted member of the group <laughs> female preferably because i don't think boys would be sly enough and get them to kind of assess the vibe for me in a very like chill way mm-hmm. preferably in a social setting maybe there's some alcohol involved so it's like oh it doesn't like Scarlet look good. What do you think of Scarlet? You know? <laughs> I feel like that's what yeah, I would do. Okay, it's like a bit more like you're not casual. You're not putting yourself out there at all. Yeah. And worst case scenario, clocks it in its head a little bit. Maybe, I don't know, it doesn't take much. <laughs> so Yeah. I feel like Yeah, that's I feel what like I that do. is a good way to do it because you don't want to go out and just straight out and say something painful (laughs) yeah um yeah so I don't know I feel like that's a good way to start anyway he might feel the same as you you don't know this like if you're like catching this vibe like he might feel the same yeah I feel and you don't know like until you actually say anything like it could be something like I don't know I feel like you need to assess also how is he treating you yeah because you can really tell out of like even body language like the way Mm. someone talks to you you wouldn't really pluck just this random vibe out of nowhere unless it's just an attraction thing I know one of my really good friends her and her boyfriend have been together for years and she ended up just like telling him like I think he at the start told her that he was interested in her and she was like no I don't have feelings for you and then she just told him straight out like a few months later that she was and he said he wasn't then and then he ended up coming back and being like no I actually am Mm. so like that worked out for her like if you are feeling these feelings like if you actually are really good friends and you have that conversation and like just mention that there might be something more for you yeah if you are really good friends it's probably like not going to change anything if that fades away yeah like it might be awkward for a bit yeah like and then at least you know then and you can like either either you're together and it works out yeah or yeah like you're not just sitting in that feeling of like thinking like do I say something do I not and you've like had a conversation yeah and you would hate to like regret not 
saying yeah. anything. I personally don't think I could not say anything. I know. I know one of the girls on our team has actually spoken about this the other day because her and her girlfriend went from being friends to in a relationship. Yeah. She said that she ended up just like writing a note on her phone and showing her. I know. That's the cutest thing ever. Friend. I love that. And it worked out well for them. I know. They've been together for like five years or something. Yeah. Now, so whatever it takes to get over that like little barrier, then I don't know. It's really exciting. Like if you like them as a friend and you find them attractive, it's seems like kind of perfect yeah I feel like it's such a better way to like get into things because it's been like really awkward going on a first day like you've already gone through that stage of getting to know each other it's not like you're just there like not knowing anything about this person yeah you've gone through that and you know what they're like exactly and like surely I think you should tell him yeah I think you should definitely tell him (laughs) but Cody's like but tell him through your friend (laughs) well look I know that I would do that first I would do that first just to like Suss the vibe. Make sure I was not going to get brutally rejected. Mm. <laughs> but you've got to have a thick skin out there. So who knows? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, it can't always be someone else coming to you. Like you have to put that energy out there as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the advice I don't take, but I'm just saying. Putting it yeah, out there. <laughs> I'm like rich coming from you. <laughs> I said I can give advice, but I don't always take it. <laughs> we should. We should try and take it. We should. It. We need to have that internal dialogue of like what each other would tell us. Yeah. Decision, we always say that. And we've said it on the podcast before. Like always think about the advice that you would give your friend and act on it like that. True. Mm, it's true. Will we do it? <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> Okay, should we get into the next one? Yeah. Hey besties, we're interrupting this episode of After Hours with a quick PSA that you can get 15% off at White Fox Boutique with code AFTERHOURS15. So if you need a whole new wardrobe refresh, we've got you. Use the code AFTERHOURS15 and treat yourself today. We've also left a link to shop and code in the episode notes. So let's get back into the episode. So there is a guy that has been messaging me, but is someone that one of my friends has previously hooked up with. She is now in another relationship and happy. What is the girl code here? And can I pursue things? This is a really hard one. So she's in another relationship, her friend. Her friend is, but her friend has recently, like, has in the past hooked up with this guy that's been trying to message her. Mm, That's really hard. I'm really big on girl code, like... I feel really uncomfortable if it's like, I don't know. I just always put my friends first over boys for everything. So it's like, I don't know. I usually probably would think it's not worth it, Mm. but it depends. If you like this guy and your friend's happy in a new relationship, I think the best thing to do is just to talk to her about Mm. it first. Yeah. And just see how she feels about it. I think if she feels funny about it for any reason, I would say don't go there i think it also depends like how close you are with this girl like is it one is it one of your friends in your immediate friendship group or is it like one of your like another friend yeah because it is really hard like and we've even said this before like dating in sydney it's all like it's so hard you meet someone (laughs) like cody will like show me this guy and it'll be like i'll be like oh yeah i've spoken to him before (laughs) i'll match with someone on hinge and then i'll get to their instagram and it's like follow skull yeah like Like, i sometimes have my friends like (laughs) screenshotting a guy's instagram being like you follow this guy like is it okay if i talk to him yes (laughs) but i'm like i'm in two minds if that friend is happy with someone else like then they're gatekeeping yeah. someone from you. True. Not get like, yeah. Kind, get, like, well, kind yeah, of. Yeah. It's like, well, what's that? Yeah. If they're happy and they've moved on. And it depends how serious that person was as yeah. well. Like there's so many moving factors. Like was it just like kind of really like short-lived? Mm. Or was it something that someone that had been in a relationship for a while? Because if it was a relationship for a while, I feel like no. No. And also if you like met them through, through your friend yeah, that's when they were dating I think that's weird but then also what if that was your soulmate and then you're being gatekept from that person because your friend 
<laughs> you know? It just depends I really how strongly you feel about them, I think. Yeah. But then on the other hand, like if I knew that my friend wouldn't be happy about it, like I probably would have the conversation, to be honest. I'd mm. like just like just letting you know this is happening. Like just wanted to gauge your feelings on it. So then from the get-go, you know how they're feeling. Yeah. And like they'd probably rather you be honest and open with them at the start. Yeah. I think they'd be more finding upset it out. if you like didn't tell them about it and then they were like, what, like how did this happen? So, yeah, I feel like the best thing to do is have the conversation with your friend first. See yeah, I how think they so. Feel. Just gauge how they're feeling. And then if your friend is, like, not feeling good about it, but you <laughs> think this person's <laughs> your soulmate, then maybe that's just another conversation you need to have with your friend. Because you do have to, like, do things for yourself. Mm. But I just always like to put the girls first because boys come and go, but the girls are there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do. I do agree with this. And it can like, yeah, I feel like there's just so many moving factors. Like if you're not like in immediate friendship group with this girl Mm. and it was only just a short lived kind of thing. Yeah. Like I really do think it's okay personally. Yeah. No, I think it's okay as well. Especially if you never met them through your friend and you just like heard that they were Mm. talking or something or if it was like a really short thing. Because it's hard out here. I know. Have you ever (laughs) had this situation where you've like had to talk to a friend? Yeah. Really? Have you? Um, no, but my friends and I have really different types. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I'm not usually in this situation. I think it's happened before where I've just like seen that certain people have been following people yeah. and asked if they knew like yeah. the association. No, I have had it once where like one of my friends was seeing this guy, but it was like quite like it wasn't anything serious. Mm. And then he, I met him out and he asked me on a date, but... At the time, we weren't as close as we are now. Mm. So I'm, like, really glad. I did ask her, and then it didn't end up going, like, following through. Yeah. And I'm glad that it didn't. Yeah, that's good. I know. I feel like every situation is so different, but in general, it kind of gives me the ick if a guy isn't fully (laughs) interested in me. Like, I found out... It was like a few months ago that this guy that I'd met out was also messaging my friend that he'd met Mm -hmm. out that night and replying to like both of our stories all the time. And I was like, ew, I don't want you anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird if it's two friends that he met you out on the same night and then, yeah, that's weird. No, that's weird. Cody's like, I need your full attention, please. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Leo. (laughs) Yeah, But uh, yeah, I think it's really situation dependent. And if I think if you value this person as a friend, I think that's the, probably the main thing, like how much you value this friendship. And mm. if you really do value it, I think you just need to figure out what their feelings are before you do anything. I think that's a, probably the best way to go about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I feel like we covered that one. Yeah. Okay, next question. I was talking to a guy for a few weeks and all of a sudden he cut comms but has still been liking my photos and stories and sometimes replying but never keeping the conversation going anymore. What does this mean? <laughs> Okay, we have a term for yeah. this. We have a term. <laughs> it's called Caspard and it's friendly ghosting. <laughs> so Casper he's you've been friendly, friendly ghost. ghosted. So it's not like yeah. a full ghost where he's like cut comms, cut everything. It's like he's still there a little bit. We don't know exactly where it comes from. Maybe it could be them not wanting to be like super harsh, but they actually still don't care. Or other times... I feel like, yeah, Maybe no, they, they just, just don't wanna, care. They, but they might want to still keep you around as, like, somewhat of an option, like, just in case they're really desperate, which is just horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it's kind of almost worse than ghosting. Like, I'd yeah. rather you ghost me than, like... I know, because it's confusing. Yeah. It kind of goes along with the breadcrumbing It kind thing. of does, yeah. But it's like, yeah, just giving you, like, little bits 
well, it's not even, it's nothing. It's bare, less than bare minimum. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I feel like it's just like they've ghosted you, but they're still there a little bit. You need to forget about this person because, yeah, they've cut comms and you just need to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like they won't reply to your messages, but they'll like your stories. Yeah. Has this like, happened to you? Um, This happened to me badly recently. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I had this guy and he was so interested, like mm. asking all my friends. He was trying to get them to set him up with me. Yeah. And then, yeah, we were messaging for a bit and then, yeah, he cast was me out. Yeah, he literally like <laughs> just basically planned a date and then we never really ended up going. Mm. Oh, actually, yeah, this has Yeah, and me. then, yeah, he still likes all of my stories, but mm. we've never heard from him again. <laughs> Bye. No, but then you got a girlfriend. I feel like there's always a reason. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's the same as ghosting, but, like, they're just giving you weird, also, little bits. Weird vibes. Weird yeah, vibes. That makes you confused. But, yeah, I feel like it's definitely... So there's some other reason. It's not a you problem. But they just don't want to say that they're not interested or that they've got a girlfriend or whatever it is. Yeah. I feel like with ghosting, it's like, it feels like it's a you problem, but it's it never is. I Something's know. Something's going on with them... Honestly, thank you. I don't want to deal with it, whatever it is. Me and Cody kind of went through being ghosted for the first time, (laughs) getting out of relationships and then just like dating in your 20s. And we both, yeah, (laughs) we both went through it. Honestly, (laughs) it's happened to me like I think a few times since I've been single and both Mm -hmm. times like I was not well. (laughs) It is like, it's like, I don't even like you. Like, I didn't really. Like, I wasn't that yeah. interested. But then as soon as it is an ego thing or it's mm. like it does make you rethink what did I do and all these different things and it makes you your brain think that you really are interested when you're not. It's like you want something you can't have. And yeah. And they take away the option for you and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> now I want it more. You're like, I didn't like you, but you now you yeah. don't like me. <laughs> no, I got ghosted bad. I was like yeah, actually <laughs> like – going on regular dates with someone for a few months and then all of a sudden nothing see you later actually he was kind of breadcrumbing me and was like cancelling plans and like being a bit I don't know shady and then I think I left the ball in his court and he just never messaged ever Cody's like yeah I'm going out for dinner tonight and then (laughs) you never heard from him ever again no it is really hard to like I come back from this. Yeah. I feel it like it hurt me for a while. I was just scared to date for a little bit. Yeah, it's really hard to work through that. But I feel like it, you kind of need it to happen to you. And mm. it's like it does happen to everyone. Like it happens to literally everyone. And you have to like know that it literally is nothing about you. And like we do it to people yeah. too. Like <laughs> yeah. when you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, I just – Oh, well, like it's safe. I think I would prefer a conversation. I don't think I would go someone after months like no, that. No, no. Like that's never. like a full conversation that I'm planning. Yeah, yeah, I that's think guys rude. can go... St- <laughs> yeah, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> still, Cody's ego is still burned. Um, no, I think after a few months and that many dates, you'd be having a full conversation. Like I don't think girls ghost like that. No, I don't think so either. Like girls kind of ghost if it's been like a few... I don't know... Why do you think girls ghost? Why would you ghost someone? (laughs) (laughs) I think I would ghost someone if I realised, okay, if it's less, if I've been on one date with someone Mm. and it didn't go well. Oh, yes. I'd ghost them. Or I just like met them and they were annoying. (laughs) Yeah, if you're not interested, I feel like up the first meeting, that's not even ghosting. It's just, you're not interested. The only other reason would be 
If I didn't see it going somewhere, I, w- I would. Mm. But I think still think that it just depends how many dates, if I would have a conversation or not. If you went on two dates with someone, would you have a conversation? No, I actually, the last guy that I was actually seeing like regularly on mm. dates, we didn't ever have a conversation. It just like fizzles. Yeah, I just kind of let it fizzle mm, out. I think I just pull back pain. a little bit. Yeah. That's what I kind of do. I do enjoy the getting skinned <laughs> without having to have it, a conversation. Yeah, Cody's an avoider. Mm, not normally, but like with dating stuff, I'm like, Ugh, I don't really want to be rejected by someone that I don't even <laughs> care about. So yeah. you're not. And it's not even a rejection. It's just like they're probably not yeah. in the same like phase as you like yeah. they don't want a relationship or whatever well I actually had to kind of had to have a conversation with a guy that I'd been on one date with recently mm. because he didn't live in the same state as me mm-hmm. and I we were still talking so I had to have a, like he <laughs> was a pen pal, a com- he was a pen pal. Yeah. so I had to have a conversation but it would only be I'd only be on one date see like I would rather do that I feel better about cutting it like yeah. clean I feel like girl that's why girls don't as much because yeah. you like to have like that thing of like okay I'm free of that energy I know at least then you know and you can like move on mm. and not think about it otherwise it kind of subconsciously is in the back of your mind mm. but yeah we've kind of tangent in a little bit yeah. but, um, <laughs> so what was the question the question was what does it mean if they're kind of cut comms but they're still giving little subtle oh, hints yeah they don't care yeah I know it's harsh, but I feel like you just need someone to say that to you. And it's like, sometimes you need your friend just to tell you that. Yeah, I know. It is like a bit harsh. Like if your friend came to you and said that. Yeah. But I feel like like it's better to say that. It's better to just say that. Like I would rather someone just say that to me straight out. Yeah. Because you have all these, like you always just have all these thoughts in your heads of like, oh, this this happened, this happened. But I know. You just need to take it as it is. Sometimes I like getting advice from like guy friends because they'll just tell you straight out like oh yeah (laughs) they actually don't care about you at all (laughs) yeah no it is it is good girls like like to be a little bit delusional (laughs) (laughs) you're like getting into the psych with him oh but he did do that yeah but he did do that and he was probably actually just planning what he was going to say to me (laughs) later and spending all that time just like thinking about his response i think that's probably it (laughs) yeah but no i don't think so yeah no (laughs) we've got to cut yeah we've got to move on from Mm -hmm. that one Okay, so our next question is, I've been off the dating scene for a few months since my breakup and I'm not really sure how to get back into it. I feel nervous about getting myself back out there. What's the best way to start dating again? That's a good question. (laughs) Okay, I mean, the best thing that you can do, I think, is like go on the apps now. Like start with that because it's like, you don't actually have to do anything. You can kind of just assess what's out there, maybe like message a few Mm -hmm. people and just like dip your toe in the water. And it's all just a little game on there. You can, like, message someone and be like, bye. (laughs) You don't actually have to go through with it if you're not ready. But I feel like that's a good way to start. I feel like even just, yeah, and, like, it can be scary going on dates. But even if you just start to do it a little bit more and more, Mm. like, it is going to feel more natural. Yeah. And I think, like, even just, even if you know that's not 100% who you want to be with or, like, you're going on there and you're being a bit picky, like, it is just experience. And I think, like, Mm. you just need to see it like that. Like, you're learning what you like, what you don't like. Like, and you might surprise yourself because I feel like a lot of the time, like I've been on apps and I've been really picky, but then I meet someone in real life that I would never have matched with and I'm like, yeah, I'm into them. Yeah. I think another thing could be like just putting yourself also into a new situation. Mm. Like it could be like going to a new gym or like wherever you want to meet the person that you want to meet. Yeah, I agree. Like I feel like a lot of my friends have met their boyfriend at the gym and it's like they're both into, yeah, um, I haven't quite yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I'm still going and waiting. 
<laughs> no, having a gym crush is fun. But like, I feel like just putting yourself into a situation that you would meet the person that you want to meet is going to be there. Yeah. Like, I feel like going out all the time to the same place, no. you might not be in the right setting. Yeah. But I feel like just if you are like putting yourself out there, like saying hello to different people that you wouldn't normally say hello to and just like having that energy. I think it is like being open thing. and having that. Yeah. Having a certain type of energy. Yeah. Like you need to go into the night or the experience or whatever you're doing, deciding the energy that you want and just being open to like whatever you're going to attract. Because it actually is crazy. As soon as you start putting that energy out there, things yeah. change for you. Like I did this recently. I was, <laughs> I was this person, not scared to date, but I just was in this state of like, I don't know, I just was busy and not even thinking about it. Yeah. And it's so weird because as soon as you switch the energy, so many different things come in, appear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so many different people come and appear. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as you have that energy, it just all comes. But then I feel like as soon as you switch it off. So it is that thing of just like, yeah, getting back on the apps and going out and being open to things. And I feel like things start coming your way. Yeah, I agree. I think it's an energy thing and also putting yourself in situations that you are going to meet the type of person that you want. Like if you're looking for a relationship, I feel like unless you're lucky, going to like clubs and bars is not really but like, the if place you that are you're going meet there them. with that energy. I feel like sometimes you might get lucky. Like you <laughs> might you'll meet people, it might yeah. not be the right person that wants a relationship. I don't know. I haven't found that personally. <laughs> <laughs> but I think going to places like maybe going to like a sports game or like going to a more like social bar rather than like just going to mm. a club. Yeah, like change your setting. Yeah, change the setting. Just yeah. open to new experiences, going out with your girlfriends. Like I feel like the open thing is the main takeaway. Mm. Just like you don't know what kind of person you're going to meet or like what kind of experiences you're going to have. So just go with it and like you'll at least have fun. And I think just like if you are going out to the places, just like if you're standing in a group with people that you're not really like talking to different people and like having conversations, like you're never going to really meet anyone out. Mm. So I think like if you are going out, you're just like saying hello to different people and being open to engaging with different people. Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously like Cody said, like going to new places as well is obviously going to be like a good way because it's more organic as well than mm. apps. Yeah, I agree. One other thing I just thought of as well is I feel like when you enter a room and you're like on the prowl, like you're looking you're scanning you're seeing who's out there I feel like that's when you're not like successful <laughs> like that's when I don't know it's I think it's about the energy that you're giving it's kind mm. of like desperate mm. and you have better experiences and meet better people when you're just like unbothered energy and just like see what happens and then apps I think I think it is being less picky like I need to take this advice I don't but, know yeah well I think like not picky as in like lowering your standards, but mm. less picky as in like I, the people that I've met in real life, I wouldn't have mm, like looks matched wise, with them. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if people really have that great of a profile. I've I've been saying that I need to start up a business of helping <laughs> <laughs> helping boys on the hinge. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah? I could get them a higher success rate of dates. Okay, talk us through what you think is like the ideal hinge profile for a boy we can both do it <laughs> okay <laughs> what's pick number one i feel like they need to have a few pictures with their friends and they mm. need to stop circling which one they are oh yes okay that's one especially if one of their friends is like more attractive <laughs> than they are um and then i don't know i'm really big on style so i feel like that's one thing that i want to start helping them with on the, on the right. profile 
but that's that's really just aesthetics isn't it i need to not be like that (laughs) (laughs) clothes you can change yeah unless they're really bad they don't fuss me too much yeah i know you're different like with that and then no selfies yeah no selfies please no good things though you said you'd start a business with the tips I was more just helping them with like update their photos mm, okay. because I feel like some of them are from like 2002 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I don't know you look really different in this yeah. one and this one I can't tell and I'm, I know. Like, I I'm like, like oh I feel like the rule is if, you, if you're okay with like because you don't actually want a boy that can get like I don't want a boy who can take really good photos yeah so I need to really? but no I don't no but that's what I mean like you're just saying that because of who I pick on <laughs> But no, I don't want that. Like, that, like, I'll match with someone like that and that's not what I want. Yeah, no, I know. You so, like, I someone... need to look past it, but I don't. Yeah. But I, I, don't, want a, I don't want, I don't want like, a boy that can take really good photos for Instagram. <laughs> so, like, I do need to look past the fact that they haven't got heaps of photos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. I think it's more, like, the vibe that they're giving for me. Like, their responses, if they're funny, that will make Our me funny responses, so much yeah. more inclined. Yeah. And voice memos, what thoughts? It depends what it is, mm. but I they kind of do freak me out. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's amazing. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's so much room for error. Yeah, <laughs> but they are pretty funny. The and voice I memory. Do, it does. Yeah, I will it does always play it if I see this. I one. think I do like someone to be funny, so I think they do need to be funny. Okay, one thing I don't like is when boys put like blank, like people put blank things there. Like they'll mm. put there, like they don't want to answer the um, prompts, so they'll just have nothing. Have you seen that? Yeah, like just emojis or like... Oh, that's so boring. Yeah, like that's one thing. I feel like there's some responses that I see all the time that I'm like, come on. Like, if I say that, I'm like, you're so boring. I can't talk because mine is boring. Really? I hate making my prompts. I made yours for you. Do you still have You made... No, I changed them. You made my first ones for me because I was like, (laughs) Scarlett, how do I do this? What are some that you see like all the time? I feel like I see um, when they talk about themselves being like a walking red flag. I <laughs> yeah, see that yeah, a lot. yeah. Okay, that was a bad one. Or like green flags I look for, red, red flags. flags. See that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, funnier hinge prompts. Yeah. I need to be funnier too though. Nah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it is just being more open. Like, because like the yeah. more you date, the more experience you're going to get. Like the easier it's going to be. Yeah, and know what you like more. Yeah, but it is scary meeting someone that you haven't met before. I haven't actually gone on many first dates where I haven't met them before, but the times that I have, it's like an intrusive thought every time. I'm like, wait, what if I can't be there? <laughs> yeah. But they're always there. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like even just going into all of the dates, having that thought process of like, do I actually like them rather than focusing like, oh my God, are they going to like me? And feeling like that, because I feel like they would be able to sense your energy that you're all like stressed and Mm. nervous. But if you're nervous to date again, I feel like just having that in your head, like, do I actually like them? Do they have all the qualities that I want in a person? Because like, I feel like that's such a big thing as well. Like on the dating apps, it has made it so hard that it's all about looks, but it's like, does this person actually have the values that I want in a person? Yeah. So I feel like just going into the date thinking like that is like such a big thing as well. Yeah. And I feel like that immediately switches the situation and Mm. like makes you so much more confident because you're like, oh no, I'm actually good. But like, are you going to add anything to my life? Mm. You know? And I think if you are feeling ready to date, like actually having that time by yourself to have your value and knowing your worth before going into a situation so you aren't going to put up with certain things. Mm. Like, and then that way, like none of these things are going to affect you because you are feeling like someone needs to add value to your life rather than like you needing them. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's kind of the era that I'm in at the moment. I've like taken a step back and I'm just like, 
you know what? I'm just going to chill and like focus mm-hmm. on myself and what I want for now because I don't know. I feel like I haven't found it. So I'm like, let's just take a step back yeah. for a second. Scarlett and I are always in opposite <laughs> modes. Like you were saying that you were like this for like so long before. And then now, now we've switched we've things switched. up. But it's good. Good yeah. No, but I feel like I am in a space where I am like what you said. Anyone that I would be potentially dating now, I am thinking that they need to add to my life. Like I've done so much work on myself and my life. So now I don't need anyone. So Mm -hmm. it does make going into dating so much easier. And now if I did get ghosted, obviously it would still affect me, but I just don't know if it would be as much as it did previously. Yeah, like it's not that deep. I'm busy. (laughs) And I feel like they do you a favor, like as we said before. Yeah, when anyone does. Everything happens for a reason. Like if they ghost you, they clearly didn't want you enough. Like, Well, they weren't the right person. They, yeah, they made room for the right person to come along. Mm. You know, they're not like blocking you. Because I feel like sometimes when you're in that situation where you're being caspered or you're being breadcrumbed <laughs> and you're focusing on that, your energy is going towards that and you're blocking like anything else it does actually block energy yeah I think it does I've I, had this happen to yeah me and I feel like a few of my friends have had that as well where they're letting people treat them a certain way and they've got all their energy caught up in being anxious about something else where it's mm. like you're not actually letting someone who's actually going to treat you well into your life mm-hmm. and these people obviously don't have the same values as you if they're treating you like that as well no I feel like you just need to like be in that state of mind where you are valuing yourself enough to not put up with any of that yeah I agree I really covered every part of that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I've just gotten into a new relationship and my friends are constantly complaining that I'm not spending enough time with them and I'm just in my little love bubble with my new partner. What should I do? Okay. I feel like this one, it's a tough balance because once you're in that love bubble at the start of your relationship, like you literally don't want to spend time with anyone else and it's so exciting. Yeah. It does take up a lot of your time. Because there's only so much time to spend with anyone. So I think your friends do get put in the back burner a little bit. And I think that is okay in the beginning. Like, I think it is okay. Yeah, I think as long as you've not completely cut them off. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're going to have less time for them. And that would be, especially if they're not in a relationship mm. and you are, like, obviously, that is going to be hard. Yeah. But I think you definitely just need to make the time for your friends and just let them know how much you care about them yeah so they're not feeling a certain way like they're obviously just feeling hurt that they're not seeing you as much and yeah they're like you just need to make sure they know how important they are to you because as we said before you never know what's going to happen yeah you don't want to put yourself into a situation where you've actually put all your energy into this person and then what if that blows up yeah and then your friend's gonna be there crawling back to your friends yeah i have had a friend that does this and it is frustrating do you speak to her about it yeah i have in the past because i i don't know i think she's aware as well but when it continues to happen it's a bit like oh what's going on here like clearly we know where your priorities are Mm -hmm. but I think in the beginning like your friends do have to understand that if that was them like they'd probably be doing the same thing but once it gets to a certain point and if you're spending all your time with this person you also have to understand that your friends are going to be like Mm -hmm. what's going on and it's just because they love you and they miss you but like even if it's a coffee date or like just a call or something for like 20 minutes just checking in and making sure they know that they're still a priority in your life Mm -hmm. I think is good I I don't know if I could do this. Like, I'm such a big person. Like, I love being with my friends. Yeah. So I personally couldn't – I don't think I could relate to this person. Yeah. Like, I feel like I still have a really good balance. But, yeah, I think you just need to keep thinking about that. Like, you you obviously have had your friends for however long and, like, they've been in your life. Yeah. Like, you can't forget about them. Like, 
yeah, I think it just having that conversation and being open with them mm. and just letting them know that they're still important to you and, like, making time for them is really important. Yeah, and I think also in general, like, when you get into a new relationship, it can be kind of all-consuming, but creating separation and having your own life is so important. Yeah, and that's something that we've learnt, like, mm. especially since having this time. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of relationships that I see work, they do still have their other life separate yeah. to that person. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a big thing yeah. in a relationship. And, like, you could be consumed with this person and you're spending all your time with them, but it's actually going to be better and healthier for your relationship if you do have that other part of your life still and you're not just having every single second with them. Cause yeah, because if you want to be with each other in the long term, like, you've got all the time in the world to spend with them. Mm-hmm. I think having that balance is so important. That was like a main takeaway from the relationships that I've been in in the past is like just settle down like you've got time and make sure you have your own stuff and make sure they have their own stuff. Yeah, That's a red flag I've for been me. in a relationship, but like my last relationship, they didn't have that mm. and that was really hard and this could be how this, like you never know, I don't know this situation, but this person could be feeling that if you've like given up on all your friends and I think it's so attractive to be like that and have your own stuff for the person that you're dating like even though it seems like you want to be together all the time like it's so much more attractive that you are doing the other things because when I was in this situation like I found it really hard Mm. like this person moved for me and they didn't have anything else going on at the time and I felt really like suffocated it was really hard for me and like it's a lot of pressure on you to be someone's whole entire life yeah like a lot of pressure so I think it's so important to keep your own yeah and stuff definitely I experienced the exact same thing and at the time it was like in COVID so I was spending a lot of time with this person just by default and then once things kind of got a bit more normal and I was spending a lot more time with my friends again there was like it was a weird balance because things had been so different Mm -hmm. so I struggled a lot as well I felt very suffocated and yeah I think it's just it's so important to have your own life Mm. and like even if it doesn't feel like it at the time like even if it does feel like you're in this love bubble together like I I feel like it's yeah you've just got to make like place that importance on your friends and your other life especially in your 20s like your early 20s that's your time to just be selfish and do what you want to do I think creating as much separation as you can and then just adding to each other's lives is the best thing you can do i agree so next question my boyfriend and i have been dating for years and we have a really strong relationship however we have had to do long distance due to him working away i'm such a big communicator and he's not so i've started feeling distant what can i do to feel more connected again oh long distance is really yeah this this is really hard i've done long distance before when i was a bit younger and Yeah, it was really hard because even if you are communicating well, like the distance is like so loud. (laughs) Yeah, especially if it's a long distance. Yeah, like even with time zones and things, especially that's when it's like really difficult because you can make time for each other, but it definitely isn't the same. Mm, Especially if he's not as good a communicator as Mm. you, like that can be really hard because I feel like a big thing about long distance is like it's so important to be communicating as much as possible because that's Mm. literally the only thing that you have is being able to speak on the phone or like you know until the next time that you're going to see each other yeah I think to help with the communication like you do need to tell him that you're feeling the lack on your end and be really open about that 
and maybe schedule in times that you can like talk to each other weekly where it's like that's definitely going to mm-hmm. happen and I feel like as well kind of always having the plan of when you're going to see each other yeah next I think that is super help. important like yeah. always having the next time locked in so you know how long it's going to be like you're not just hanging about thinking when is the next time that I'm going to see you yeah and even if like like Cody said we're scheduling in calls like you could even schedule in dates like I feel like yeah. people used to do that in COVID obviously that's like true. doing like kind of like ordering each other's food and having a Zoom call or yeah, that's so like cute. a FaceTime, sorry. Yeah. And yeah, so then you kind of still like have little dates even though you're not able to be with each other. Yeah, like mixing it up a little bit because mm. it could get a bit – I think even when I've had friends that have lived overseas, it gets a bit like, oh, like how's your day? What are you doing? And when you're not like seeing each other for the day-to-day stuff, it's just not the same. Yeah, like and I doing think – things like that. Yeah, yeah, planning little dates. But just like this is hard as he's not a good communicator. Like that's obviously something that he obviously needs to work on. Yeah. And especially if you have said that you're like agreed on doing long distance – I feel like he definitely needs to work on that for you because otherwise it's not gonna no work for you obviously if this is how you're feeling yeah exactly communication is like the main thing in any relationship but long distance it's literally as you said it's all you've got so I think being open about how you're feeling and putting in like a bit of a plan on like how we're gonna do Mm. this yeah you being the one to say like this is how I'm feeling and like have these options yeah of like the things that you need like that your non-negotiables for this situation like for doing long distance like yeah. if you have your non-negotiables that is going to make you feel better about things and feel more comfortable and connected mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the best way to go about that and especially if you say that you've been together for years and that you really love each other you yeah. just need to have that like little bit of extra communication there. yeah exactly yeah if you've been together for years like it's just a bit of a bump in the relationship not even it's just like a challenge mm. that you're gonna get through and it's not forever so yeah. it might feel hard but just know that it's like not the end and I think just always having an end like plan like are you gonna like at a certain point be back together and living together mm-hmm. because I think if you don't have that that's gonna make it even harder yeah yeah, exactly. Like compromising a little bit on what, like where you're going to end up yeah. together. Yeah. And having that in plan. Because if it's like open-ended that this situation is going to be happening, like that's going to make it a lot harder as well. Yeah, I agree. And even having plans for like when you do visit each other, I think is good. Like mm. get excited about it and make plans for when they come and things you can do. Have like little surprises. I feel mm. like that keeps things interesting. Because it could fun. actually keep the relationship more like when you live together – it kind of can get a bit... I think I would thrive in a long-distance <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Probably not when I actually get it again. But, like, after my last relationship, I was like, yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> You're like, you don't live in the country? Great. <laughs> check. But, yeah. No, I think that was... Hopefully that helped yeah. anyone who wrote some questions in thank you so much for writing them in as well we really appreciate it yeah thanks we always we hope we screen. gave some good advice <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we went on a few tangents there but i feel like, I like this is all tangents. the stuff that <laughs> me too this is all the stuff that we talk about and we go through when our friends go through mm. so I, we just thought you may as well get it on the podcast and help anyone who is going through a situation exactly and we thought as we're recording this episode in la I've been off Hinge for a while, to be honest, but we thought it might be interesting (laughs) to see what the Hinge market is like over here and just swipe through some profiles and see what we think because I've never been on a dating app in another country, like ever. Okay. I think I have been on it once when I've been here, but I've never really Really, messaged anyone. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah. We, should we do it? Yeah, okay. I'm scared. Okay. But what have we, what have we got first? <laughs> first we have Jason. Okay, Jason. His first image is um, a graduation photo. It looks very <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> um, I don't know how harsh we're being here. I want honest opinions. Okay, it's a very strong zoomed front <laughs> photo to be <laughs> to be the main photo. Yeah. It's really I feel like the front the first photo needs to be a bit more relaxed. Yeah. It's giving job interview. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Um, okay. His first Oh, okay. We've got quite a relaxed um turn next. Okay. I believe he's at Saddle Ranch. <laughs> And he's on the mechanical bull. Um, so that's that's definitely okay, can I see? taking a turn. Okay. He's mixed it up a bit. So he's corporate and um, put together. Can do it all. And then now What was the prompt? The prompt is, um, a life goal of mine is to build a small ranch and fill it with cows, goats, <laughs> and maybe a pig or two. Okay, farmer. <laughs> He's giving very mixed vibes and I'm not too sure about it. We're not sure what his vibe is. No, I think Jason's going to be a no okay. for me. You do the next one. We've got Ethan next. Okay. Which one? Okay, we don't know yet which one Ethan is. Okay, so he's that one. Okay. He's starting off with a few friends photos, which I like. He's a bit more... Yeah, I do. I, I feel like he's picked good photos. Yeah. I think Ethan's... They're all friend a photos. contender. Yeah. Okay, let's see his prompts. I do like this, the group photos. Yeah. He's got friends. Yeah. He's not just like all selfies. Not obsessed with I himself. do like that. Yeah. yeah. Gives me more of that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll brag about you to my friends if you have a AMC A-list subscription. Cultural barrier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've just been told it's a movie video subscription. Movie theater subscription. Okay, oh. wholesome. I don't mind that. Yeah. We don't mind that. The one thing I'd love to know about you, your favorite Trader Joe's frozen food. We also have a bit of a barrier here. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had anything frozen from Trader Joe's. So, okay. um, He's looking for an American girl. He is looking for an American girl. (laughs) Best travel story getting attacked by a stingray while surfing. I think he's got good prompts. Mm -hmm. They're things that you can reply to, and I like that. Yeah, I know. I think, yeah. Ethan's got a good profile. Okay. Good for Ethan. Yeah, good for Ethan. I'd rate that one about an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Profile-wise. I Yeah, I agree. Who have we got next? Okay. <laughs> next we've got Rob. Okay, Rob. Um, his first image is giving... <laughs> I organised a professional photo shoot for myself. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Rob. Rob, come on. <laughs> He's out in the wilderness. Um, we've also got a really zoomed in car selfie. <laughs> It's not bad. It's not bad. I've seen worse, but it's intense <laughs> eye contact. He's making very strong eye contact with the camera. Yep. What else have we got? Can I see in the next photo? <laughs> okay. Okay, Rob likes to be out yeah. in the wild. Oh, yeah, he does because he Rob wants someone wild. who can sleep in a tent. Oh. So, sorry, Rob. <laughs> okay, that's a straight. <laughs> 
Okay, we okay, are maybe liars. Someone... We actually have slept in I can sleep before. in a tent. I don't want to. But I don't want that to be your main hinge profile prompt, you know? My simple pleasures are farmer's markets, road trips, stargazing, long hikes, <laughs> and slack. Do you know what I like about him? He has a strong aesthetic. Like, you know, yeah. he's a he's in nature. <laughs> You've got a, he's got a personal brand. He's got he's a personal brand. He's really stuck to it. So I, th- coming yeah. from the first one, he's, I mean, I wouldn't swipe but he's got it i like the brand that he's got going for himself i appreciate the i appreciate the, the brand yeah. what do you rate his profile um like a f- three <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <Rob>. <laughs> sorry <Rob. laughs> we've got scott we've got an insta boy i think oh. he's got like he he's got it's cody's, oh, yeah. cody's worst nightmare yeah. <laughs> um i mean this is the i i feel like it can be a red flag sometimes if the photos are this good. Yeah. You know? Let's see what he's what he's got. So the way to win me over. Go to my second favorite thing on the menu so we can share. What? Second favorite. Why not your first? Oh, uh, I know why I did that because then people are gonna respond and be like, second favorite. Oh, What's your first? Scott's smart. smart. He's thinking. Okay, the dorkiest thing about me, I'm a poker nerd and I play Super Smash. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we can date an American boy because I don't know. Well, at least they can teach us things because I don't know about any of these things. Yeah. I don't know about Super Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. We can't play We can't play Super Smash together. No. Okay. We've got Justin who I know you said that – what was his name? Last boy. Scott. Scott was my worst nightmare, okay. but Justin is my actual worst nightmare. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. We've got four mirror selfies. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, first that's one, looking no, okay. extremely fierce in the mirror. Immediately, no it to the mirror worse. selfies. We've got a gym selfie. Okay, I'm really... sorry, but gym selfies. I like. I like that you go to the gym, but I... it's a huge no. Yeah, huge no. We've got another gym selfie. Oh no! And then we've got oh. I didn't Wait. think it could get any worse. <laughs> Wait, I need to describe it to you first. Okay. It's a mirror selfie at the gym, but he's facing the back, so he's showing off his back oh. muscles, but it's actually a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> no. Justin. Oh, I feel mean, but uh, then we've got a selfie actually flexing. Okay, no, this, <laughs> this is also my worst nightmare. This is horrible. Imagine if we did that. Imagine if every photo was just a selfie, 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 selfie. But it did say... Like it's giving obsessed. It's... Yeah. With myself. I know. That's why you have photos with your friends because otherwise you look yeah. like that. The moral of the story, have more photos with your friends. Yeah. However, just... I've had people reply to my photos with my friends and say, who's your friend? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe don't. I don't know. <laughs> that was insightful. Um, I think I need to educate myself on American things more. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm deleting Hinge now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was fun though. Yeah, that was fun. I think, yeah, the moral of the story is not too many photos of yourself. Yeah. And funny prompts. Funny prompts. Not that we have any male listeners. I don't know, maybe we do. But if you're listening, do better. Do better. Oh, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this kind of episode. It's a bit different to what we normally do, but I don't know. We always like talking about this kind of stuff and we always have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you subscribe and download wherever you get your podcast because it does help us out. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at White Box After Hours for all the extra BTS content. And we'll see you next week.